Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys, me and dudes here on the Draft Dudes podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. And we are your hosts here on this Wednesday episode of the show. Another week of NFL football is coming up. You got the bowl games on the horizon, and you need to check out betonline.ag. It is the number one spot for all of the sports betting action. They have pro and college hoops, NFL, college football, NBA. They've got boxing, UFC, even your favorite Vegas casino games. Check them out. They have the newly updated website, the best lines, props, contests, and odds in the business. And we got a deal for you. Head on over, sign up today, and you'll receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code BLEAV50. That's B L E A V 50. Bet Online is where the game starts. Kyle, you good? You ready? What's up, man? Man, I believe I got some winners coming this bowl season. I don't know, though. Different kind of believe than the, than the promo code, but nevertheless, I digress. Okay. I believe I got some winners coming. But that's for another day. Another you know? day. Yeah. Another day. We'll, we'll have that conversation another day, perhaps next week. So today on the podcast, we've got three things to do. We need to finish our conversation from yesterday regarding rookie – Records, which is correct quarterbacks and rushing. And then correct. it's time to welcome the Houston Texans to off-season mode, draft season. It's the leading grail as we started last year. We'll continue it this year, and we will talk about the Houston Texans from an only optimistic perspective that's coming your way in just a moment what's up hey joe there may be some listeners to the show wondering what the heck does that mean the levy grail so do you you at least want to set the table because you know if somebody hears that and they're like oh i don't want to hear the 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 holy grail of the texans so i don't know what that is so what is the levy grail the levy grail is something we embraced last year and it stems from a poem by a uh, uh, it's a Scottish uh, ballad that um, Marv Levy used to tell the Bills after each one of those Super Bowl losses back in the 90s. It's a very simple poem. It says, fight on, my men. I am hurt, but I am not slain. I'll lay me down and bleed a while and then I'll rise and fight again. And so as the Houston Texans, in the case of today's podcast, say goodbye officially to any hopes of the postseason, we will talk about why there is reasons for optimism ahead for the Houston Texans. And I've got notes, Kyle. I had to dig deep on this one, but I have some positive things to share about the Texans coming everyone's way in just a bit. Okay, so that's that's a wonderful table setter. Yes, Chris, hello. Good afternoon. Good Boy, evening. What's going on? Man? Hello. Uh, so that's the second thing. I know the first two things of the show. What's the third thing? Because as a producer of the show, I'm not oh. aware of what the third thing is. The, the passing and rushing, I, I counted as two different things. Two separate things? Yeah. 
Oh, what a, I thought you were going to give me an opportunity to yell at Kirk Herbstreit again because that I was very no. much interested. In. Oh yeah, he doubled down. He, he said I, 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 I heard. He said I heard heard Chris Schubert subtweeting me on uh, on Draft Dude, so I gotta gotta clap back a little bit. And shout out to everybody who quote tweeted the tweet and made me aware of it yesterday. <laughs> I appreciate that very much. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, we're we're doing this. We want to we want to start with Joe running backs, or do you want to start yeah. with quarterbacks last? Man, we always do quarterbacks first. They can be last this time. Wow, you're gonna put the quarterbacks on the back burner, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you provide us with a snapshot on what the current running back rookie situation looks like in the NFL? We've got three running backs that are above 500 yards this season. Leading the way, Najee Harris of the Steelers, 779 yards. Elijah Mitchell for the 49ers, just behind Harris at 759. Javante Williams at 670. And then there's a massive drop-off to Michael Michael Carter at 430. Ramondre Stevenson, 429. Chuba Hubbard, 427. And then nobody else above 400. So you're talking about... Harris, Mitchell, Williams, those are your productive, your most productive rookie running backs this year. And do you have uh, touchdown records? Because I, I, I have to say, um, the the rushing stuff, the rushing yardage is interesting, but I don't think it's particularly compelling given what this year's landscape looks like. Yeah, Harris five, Mitchell five, Carter four, Kenneth Gainwell four. So we're not talking about gaudy rushing touchdown numbers. Nobody's sniffing anything then. There is one individual who holds both of these records, and uh, it was a glorious, glorious season. Does anybody know who holds the current record for running backs in the NFL for both rushing yardage in their rookie season and rushing touchdowns in their rookie season? I have a guest, Joe, that I feel like talk, really confident. Talk in, amongst yourselves means- for a minute and let's go ahead. And I want, Last I want time good I came process. I don't want anything hasty. Yeah, right. go ahead. Shuby got all mad. But since this is off the record, who you got, Shub? So I would guess Adrian Peterson. Okay, good guess. Ladanian Tomlinson came to mind for me. So we're in two different places. Which We're not. I, I think Adrian Peterson is a fabulous guess. So, but I think LT is a fabulous guess as well. Oh, well, watch us have neither, right? It's going right. to be somebody else. So do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, this I fun. feel good about the rookie passing stuff because I think a lot of it's going to be recent guys. This is as good. I speculate right now. So you can go first here. Sorry, right, we're going to go with Adrian Peterson as our answer. Okay, so Adrian Peterson is not the correct answer. As far as rushing yardage goes, Adrian Peterson had 1,341 rushing yards, uh, 5.6 yards per carry, uh, which is the highest on this list. So he does have the yards per carry for amongst the rookie leaders. But he is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12th on the list for most rushing yardage in a wow. rookie season 12th joe joe that that has completely ruined my ability to give you a better guess now because if he's 12th i don't know i got nothing okay. well ladanian tomlinson's our, our next guess uh ladanian tomlinson is not on this list at all whoa we were coming in with some confidence and we were humbled one guy not on the list Don't. one guy not in the top 10 all right uh, Edger so James, as far do, do do you want year uh, year edger james is actually a good guess joe that he is fifth in 1999, right. Joe, he had 15.53. Man. Uh, and he had how many rushing touchdowns that year? 13 rushing touchdowns that season. 
fifth. That's fifth. <laughs> That's fifth. Uh, okay. I'll, yeah. I'll give I'll give you a clue for the the four names above Edger and James. Two have come into the league within the past decade, and two were in the nineteen eighties. Joe, you're my eighties guy. You got to be my history guy. Eighties. Oh gosh. Um, bing bing bing. Bong. I feel very stupid in not knowing exactly when Walter Payton started playing. Well, I I have a guess that I feel very similarly about. You know what? I'm going to look this person up just to make sure. I'm not Barry looking Sanders. up the You can't Barry do that. You, you can't do that, Chris. Don't do that. Joe, is Barry, Sanders an, is Barry Sanders an official guess? Yeah. He is ninth. 1470. And 14 rushing touchdowns. 1989, he arrived. I, I can't <laughs> you, guess my guy because I looked it up before Kyle told me I couldn't look up when the guy played. Were, were, were you right? I, no, was I didn't get that thought? far. I closed okay. the tab before uh, I could confirm. Do you guys want the numbers? Sure. That's not going to help. I mean, yeah, I don't think sure. it's going to we'll help. Sure. 18 rushing touchdowns and 1,808 yards. This is somebody in the 80s. Gail Sanders. Which, which, which was accomplished in 16 games. You said Gail Sayers, um, Gail Sayers in 1965 had 867 <laughs> rushing yards. Gail Sayers. 80s. Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Herschel Walker. Okay, now you're cooking with gas. So Herschel Walker in 1986... He had 737 rushing Good yards, night. but but keep thinking along those lines. He also Bo that Jackson. year, uh, Herschel Walker also had 76 receptions for 837 receiving yards. So he had more receiving yards than he had rushing yards his, his rookie season. Bo Jackson. So Bo Jackson is not on this list. Good Lord. They make pills for this. They make pills for this. Yes, they make pills. Excuse for me. This. That's a clue. Is that a sponsor for the show? What What's going no, on? No, it's not. But it's headache, a clue. Uh, joint pain, <laughs> heartburn, former digestion, <laughs> former sponsor of the Draft Dudes podcast. Blue Chew is devastated. Blue Chew. <laughs> I feel very um, uncomfortable with Same talking here. out loud right now. What, what is Blue Chew for? Erectile dysfunction. Eric Dickerson, Eric Dickerson is the answer. Eric Dickerson's oh. the answer. You, you took Eric? Why Why did you take it there? Kyle, how unnecessary was that? <laughs> Extremely unnecessary. I would be lit e on fire if I did e that. D. E.D. Eric Dickerson. Okay. <laughs> well, this, this podcast could be explicit tag today. 19. How is he acknowledging the existence of E.D. erectile dysfunction and mentioning a pill? I refuse to believe that's explicit. But this season in 1983 for the Rams from Eric Dickerson was explicit because he did rated R. No, nay, rated X things to defenses with 1800 rushing yards and 18 touchdowns that season. So we still got to get the two modern guys, Joe. I feel like everyone's just listening to this and yelling at us like, these idiots, they're not thinking of 
Eric Dickerson. Yeah. So, so number two is a, a 1981 running back, George Rogers from the Saints. I'm going to go ahead and assume that. neither one of you was going to guess that. But to, okay, you are still missing happen. two guys from the last decade. Okay, so this is this is where we can make up some ground and redeem ourselves here, Chris. I would hope so. Was Saquon good as a rookie? So it was uh, okay. Well, Chris, John- Chris Johnson was pretty good as a rookie. Zeke. Zeke was also Zeke. very good as a rookie. Oh, it's Zeke. Zeke, and, Zeke and Todd Gurley. Those are my guesses. Ezekiel Elliott in 2016 had 1,631 rushing yards. He is third on this list. Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley is not the there, other there, name. There was, there was Joe being Joe and being aggressive and just he had a name in mind and he went with it. He didn't consult at all. So here's, yeah. here's your clue. Here's okay. your clue. Uh, this was not a first-round pick. Ooh. Was Le'Veon Bell good as a rookie? Kyle's over there with his poker face, not giving me anything. That's a good guess, though, Joe. Second round pick, Le'Veon Melvin Bell. Gordon was good as a rookie? No, he was a first round pick. Derrick Henry? Nah, he was slow early in his career. Yeah, the glow up happened a little bit later. You have like uh, Dalvin Cook? You're still too rich. Was that oh, Alvin Kamara? You're still he too didn't rich. have a, no his his he doesn't even have a thousand yard rushing yeah. season yet does he yeah still still too rich meaning Alvin Kamara was taken with a third so we got to go farther back now third Joe yes. is it James Robinson it's not no no no, no that's James stupid. Robinson that's undrafted no, no, no. free agent that would fit the no, mold no. of too rich but okay so we're thinking of guys that are picked too high so fourth fifth sixth seventh and undrafted free agents are what's available to us now Lord in the last ten years too. Shuby, I got. What, you, what do you want me to do? I gave you a bunch of guesses that were wrong. <laughs> you want to just keep firing names off that are wrong? I'll keep doing that. It's an, there's some type of guy that was picked late in the draft in the last that 10 was good. years that had an amazing season that we can come up with right 1613 now. 1613 rushing. This guy was amazing. This guy, this guy had was a out hell there. of a year. We, we can't remember think. a thing about him. AFC or NFC? <laughs> NFC. <laughs> Kyle's like it doesn't matter what I say. Is he? Did he have a good career? Is he still playing? Uh, I'm not oh, sure if he's oh. still. Oh, never mind that. No, if, he's, if you don't know if he's still playing, uh, it's definitely not them. He played last year. He played last season. He played la- He played in 2020. And it was like a I can't believe he's still playing type thing. Frank Gore. I'm going to pretend you didn't suggest that Frank Gore's rookie season was in 2000. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was like too long ago. Oh, Mar- Mar- not Marshawn Lynch. No, no, no. He didn't. Did he play? Uh, I am just striking out here, Kyle. I, I, how, how long are we doing this for? Uh, just well, wave I mean, the white flag when you're ready. Well, waving it. <laughs> Alfred Morris. Hmm. It was never Joe. That was never going to happen. We were never. Yeah, we weren't getting that. That was was the RG three triple option or zone read option. Shanahan offense. Alfred Morris, 1613. Okay. Passing yards. (laughs) Right. Put that behind us. 
I'll lay the uh, the rookie landscape right now. Mac Jones, 2,869 passing yards. Only 19 in his last game, you know, so this guy's probably going to fall off a cliff. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, <laughs> 2,514. And Zach Wilson, 1539. Davis Mills, 1409. Justin Fields, 1361. Okay, so uh, the record for passing yards is 4,374, and the record for touchdowns is 31. Is it the same season? Because I know who that no. I know who number one is here. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, the number one rookie record for passing yards is Andrew Luck. Yes, in 2012. Right, because I remember Justin Herbert was on him, but he didn't get it. Right, he missed by... Um, not a math guy. 30, 39 yards. Yeah. So that was that was easy to recall. So what what is what are our objectives here in terms of the rest of what you want us to come up with? Well, you didn't acknowledge who holds the touchdowns record. Oh, the touchdowns. I it's it's it neither of those it's neither of those guys, huh? No, it is. I didn't say that. Well, you said that it's not the same person with the yards and touchdowns, so then I think Justin Herbert would be the best guess. And Justin Herbert last year okay. did indeed have 31 passing touchdowns. Okay. Uh, there are three – there are two other names, excuse me, that went over 4,000 yards in their rookie season. I know Cam's one of them. Cam Newton with 4,051 in 2011. Okay, now that's where that's where I – that's where my confidence goes because that's the three that I knew. So we're looking for the other. There's four all-time 4,000-yard passers as a as rookie rookies. in the history of the NFL. We've yes. got three of them. There's You've one got more. The top three. I don't think Baker did it. He didn't play enough games. No, he had uh, 37-25 in yeah. 14 games. Peyton Manning. <laughs> Manning had 37 39 in 1998. He's one of only two in the top 10 that did not start playing in the last decade. Uh, but this person did play it? in the last decade. I'm trying to think of guys that started. So, like from so Joe, just so I'm clear, we have Luck, Herbert, Herbert Newton, and Cam Newton. Okay, just making yes. sure. So we're looking for the other guy with four thousand yards. Yeah. Can I? I have a name. Okay. So, uh, Kyle, you phrased it as this guy has played within the last decade. He started Which, in the last decade. I don't like my answer as much anymore. Just say it. Just say it to me. It's not an official guess, and I'll affirm it or not. Matt Stafford? No. Stafford had had injuries early on. Injuries, yeah. Knock off. How good was Bradford in his first year in L.A.? I was thinking about him. That was the other name I had. I don't think he touched 4,000. Bradford had 35-12. Yeah. He is eleventh on the list. Go oh, ahead, Joe. I, I, yeah, Go I ahead, Joe. Yeah, say it. That was Go that's ahead, a good Joe. one. Come on, we got to keep the line moving here. Go ahead, James Winston. James Winston is the oh, correct okay. answer. Good job, Joe. Yes. Now the my here's my fun fact, and I decided I'm going to 
since I strong armed you into guessing quickly. Who is the other name that did not start in the top 10 all time that did not start their career in the last 10 years? Peyton Manning is one. There is one other player. How many yards did they have? 3,593. It came in the 1980s. Oh, gosh. That's when all those guys came in. Marino, Elway, Jim Kelly. I don't know. He didn't ever have that many passing yards. Troy Aikman. It's one of those guys. It's somebody like that. Well, rank the four names. It's one of the four names you just said. I want you to rank them in order of likelihood. Okay. Marino, Elway, Kelly, and who was the other one I said? Aikman Aikman was the other one you said. and It's not Aikman. That's four. That was the name that jumped to me immediately. But, Joe, you feel very confident in that, so I will defer. I would go in that order because I think that's the order they finished in all-time passing. Marino, Elway, Kelly. Jim Kelly is the correct answer. What? Yeah. You should know this, Joe. He finished – wait, what is this statistic that I'm completely unaware of? He has – until 1998 – he held the rookie record for most passing yards in a rookie season with 3,593 passing yards. Is this an asterisk stat, though, because he played like in the USFL, like his professional career? I don't have an asterisk next to it. His in the NFL was in 1986. Yeah, it's 86. Yeah, that was definitely a benefit to him to not have to like play I just his got first year after college. I got the soundbite that I wanted in which you said he never had that many yards. He didn't. Jim <laughs> Kelly was not a super pro. Like, compared to the way we perceive the NFL today, he, I mean, it's like a, around 3,000 yards, 3,500 yards, somewhere in that range. So, Which is a fitting segue to the Levy Grail. It, it is. It is, but before we get there, you should say goodbye to Dole Gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they're just grown in a lab, and because of that, they can create stones in bluish pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off, priced so they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com and add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. All right, it's time. Levy Amen Grail, that. Houston, Texas. Levy Grail, Houston, Texas. Who just parted ways with Zach Cunningham today? I saw that. Um, Future Jet Zach Cunningham to you, please. I have six do, things do you written need down. Linebacker. We need if you play defense and you're better than average. Yes. I don't know. There's a lot of money already wrapped up in CJ Mosley there. I don't think that's a responsible allocation of funds to claim that contract. Got my bullet points. Sure. As Chris, go ahead and Google's the salary cap situation of the Jets linebackers. I saw your screen color change on the reflection of your face. Go ahead, Joe. These are my six reasons why there should be optimism moving forward for the Houston Texans. And I will be honest, this was difficult. Number one is you have $38 million in projected cap space right now. And there are a lot of opportunities to clear cap courtesy of spotrack.com. Eric Murray cut $5.25 million. Marcus Cannon, 6.35. Kevin Pierre Lewis, three and a half. Jordan Jenkins, three. Terrence Mitchell, three. 
Cam Johnson, the putter, 2.16, and Justin McRae, 2.0. Those are not long-term building blocks that are going to be answers for your football team. You can create up and create nearly another like 16, 17, 18 million dollars with just moving on from those players, putting you well above 50 million in terms of available cap space to add to your roster. You also have an opportunity with Brandon Cooks, who is you know 30 years old, and he has a um, a benefit of moving on from him to save you 8.75 million dollars, and he's certainly a guy that could be a trade candidate. You have nine draft picks, two in the third round, and you have a first round pick. And that's only the first, the first time, time since, in a long time. Yes. We only had one, one since 2017, Titus Howard in 2019. So welcome back to the first round. And it's going to be a high pick. You're going to have a, a resolution on the Desha- Deshaun Watson situation, which will probably net you um, some significant additional draft capital. Jonathan Greenard has played well at pass rusher. And the last thing I'll say is that the amount of needs, right? There's a vast amount of new needs here that really removes any necessity to reach for anything. You can let the talent fall to you and get players that, um, uh, you know, you don't, you're not sitting there saying, oh my God, we have to get this because you need everything, right? You can let it fall to you and stay true to your board. I think you did a great job, Joe. I, I think the opportunity for a fresh start all around it feels like it's necessary it feels like the the bill o'brien regime and all the chips in the table and that kind of ran its course right it never really maxed out the way you hoped it would and i can imagine nobody who had a 25 year old perceived franchise quarterback would ever find themselves in a position where they'd be changing gears and and moving on from that but uh, regardless of the resolution of to the the Deshaun Watson situation, he's not going to play football in Houston ever again. Like he, you know that, and having that clarity, I think, is important for you to be able to say, "Hey, we're gonna we're a blank slate. This almost feels like an expansion team all over again." For sure. So there's some freedom involved in that. To as you said, just draft good players. Print yeah. the shirts, Chris. Just draft good players. Draft dudes. It's a slogan. It's a lifestyle. Houston needs to embrace the lifestyle, and they can. No negativity. Don't don't find it. Don't find a reason to pivot towards uh, the doom and gloom because we could do it. Those are the those are the reasons to be optimistic. I think for sure. Right. Well, and, and that's that's the spirit of the Levy Grail: optimism and lay down, lick your wounds, rest a while, and rise again in the off season. And let's let's see how much progress you can build in one off season and um, they got their work cut out for them. But I think Joe, you did a very nice job kind of outlining uh, the, the spark notes version. So any additional input before we, we put a bow on this. Just a good start to the Levy grail. Just a yeah, great good start. start. Yep. We'll have more and more yeah. teams every week joining the party. Yeah. There's, I think three, three teams up for elimination this week with losses. Mm. So we're gonna we're gonna start to have whole shows dedicated to this. <laughs> yeah, yes we are. So this was a nice little primer. We hope you guys enjoyed. Come on back tomorrow. More draft dudes on the way. Kyle Krabs, Jeremy, and Chris Schubert. Thanks as always for listening. Make it a great Wednesday, and we'll talk with you again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.